When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Live around Australia on SEN Track, you're listening to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. That's who we are. Campbell Brown, Cam Luke, all thanks to Ladbrokes. This is Taz Racing Talks. As we head towards what's going to be a wonderful weekend of racing. And, geez, I'll tell you this. The Rose of Kingston, Group 2, Flemington. Can't wait for it. We all love Mystic Journey. There, there is no doubt. And she looks like she is back to her best form, which is saying something because the standard she set for herself is extremely high. Adam Trinder needs no introduction, so I'll just say good day. Hello, buddy. Morning, boys. How is she? really good. Travelled over uh, last night, arrived at Flemington 6.30 this morning and report and video updates have all been positive. Uh, She's at Lindsay Park Flemington there, which uh, is a very unique training environment for being in the middle of the city. They've got uh, got big day yards there, which is similar to what we have here at home. So she's out in the day yard today, lovely and relaxed. We'll come into the stable this evening and ready to do battle tomorrow. Adam, you know the horse better than anyone, obviously. To my eye, she looks like a horse that um, just just likes being outside other horses. Um, so the barrier, number seven, is, is that a good draw for her? I would think it is, yeah. So so your observation is totally correct. Uh, we've seen her win an all-star mile barrier 14, sort of deep, win a Phillies Classic there at, at Mooney Valley, sort of uh, was, was three and four deep the whole way. So she does like like her own space. Uh, so I think seven seven's probably perfect. She's still going to be second half of the field. And I would suggest she's still going to be in that three-wide line, but uh, probably potentially just this week she'll probably get the opportunity to be in the three-wide line just with a little bit of cover, which uh, she didn't get the opportunity to gain there at Flemington first up in the Let's Elope. Uh, leading into the Let's Elope, though, you were on the record of saying that you think she's back and she's in great nick, and she was. She was really, really good, and you just mentioned a couple of possible tiny excuses, even though she ran so well. How confident are you that she can keep going on with this prep and, and end up in that probably that group? One Empire Rose. I think I think she got a lot of confidence out of the Empire Rose, out of the Let's Elope. Yep. Um, my my apologies. Obviously, she was defeated, but uh, really made a long, sustained run, really strong to the line and through the line. Fifty metres past the post, she was clearly in in front uh, after the event. So. I think, uh, I think she's sort of stepped away from it with a little bit of buoyancy about her. Uh, obviously, it's been well documented. She, she pulled up with knee chips uh, post the blamey, and they were probably potentially troubling her in her in a first two Tasmanian runs. So uh, she was probably feel she probably felt those three runs, or she definitely felt the blamey. So she stepped out of the let's elope, uh, nice and fluent in her action, and uh, just just got a real real air of confidence back about her. So as as you said, I've, I've, I've Happy and buoyant with her 
heading into a first up assignment. Uh, everything, all indications at home had been really good, but we still needed to see her go there in a public environment and show us in a race day scenario. So it was terribly relieving to see that. Is the Empire Rose the target for you or is it something else that might pop up over the course of the next couple of weeks if she runs really well tomorrow? So the Empire Rose is the target. Yep. Uh, it's a little, little bit of a thorn in our side, sort of... Uh, mm. We all tuned in and, and watched her run in it last year yeah. after she won the stock stakes, and, and I think we can we can make a clear argument that a that a different situation she uh, she gets yes. her opportunity to win the race. She was beaten 1.2 and uh, didn't uh, didn't didn't come off the bridle or get clear air. So it's uh, so it's one one that got away, but hopefully we can catch up. Uh, going forward, it is such an exciting time, but there is some frustration attached to it as well when it comes to coronavirus and restrictions. How have you had to? This change, I guess, a little way about you go about certain things, not necessarily just with Mystic Journey, but any time a horse comes to the mainland and, and, and runs, you you lose a little bit of that control from a hands-on uh, perspective on race day. How have you handled it? Probably as well as, as, well as I, I could, probably yep. a little bit better than what I expected, to be honest <laughs> with you. I, yeah. I'm, I'm very hands-on, and, and especially with, with Mystic Journey, uh, so sort of, when she when she steps out out of my control, sort of, and, and it's only an ego thing, uh, sort of, I, I do become quite stressed and a little bit agitated around, around the stables. The girls can testify to that. But uh, um, she, she's there, as I said, Lindsay Park, Gary Fennessy, uh they, they campaigned horses here over the spring carnival and stayed with us for a period of time. So Gary's got a good understanding of, of how how I go about things, how I do things. I'm, I'm pretty laid laid back and relaxed, and I like my horses in the in the same same sort of mindset so uh from from what i saw there first up in the let's elope and so far throughout the course of the day today uh gary's been able to enact that for us there so uh it's it's, it's as good as it can be adam uh, obviously mystic journey and still a star on the, the same trajectory that they raced against one another last start they're, they're racing against one another tomorrow and then obviously down the track to, does that give you um added bit of competition and incentive when uh, you're representing the whole of Tasmania and obviously you and Bill would uh, would know each other really well and try and um, try and outdo each other a little bit uh, so I've got a tremendous amount of respect for Bill he's been a, been and is a fantastic trainer for, for numerous years um, I actually find it find it a little bit sad to be honest with you that uh, that our two headline acts from Tasmania do have to go there go there and race each other I, I think it, think it'd be nice if we if we could have split them up but uh we're obviously both racehorse trainers and both pig-headed we we had we had the mindset they're the races that that I want to run in uh so they're they're going going head to head but uh I, I just think from a from a local perspective if we if we could have gone there and just enjoyed each horse individually in different races it probably would have been better but uh, they're, bo- they're both going to go there and represent themselves and ourselves re- really well, I trust. Now, of course, when tomorrow goes well for Mystic Journey, you can maybe have one beer because I'm assuming you've got a pretty full book on uh, on Sunday as well, a few runners as well, I assume? No, so like, like we've actually got the, got the, got the weekend off oh. and we don't... We, we kick off for Wednesday evening racing. Uh, we, we're back to our night season on Wednesday night and light compliment there as well. I only had the one runner, so uh, hopefully hopefully one runner's enough. Sometimes sometimes you only need one, sometimes you need ten. But uh, also the name Easy Road, first up, he'll go there and run really well. He's won his seven or eight races previously, terribly honest. So probably found his right race to kick off in. Has there been one that's really caught your eye, an up-and-comer in the stable that uh, we should potentially look out for over the coming months? 
but got some really nice three-year-olds there, which we which we exposed as two-year-olds uh, quite quite lightly, but uh, they're, they're going to build up. So got a lovely capitalist filly by the name of Miss Tuppence. Uh, she's won two races and stakes placed from from only four starts. Uh, so she's she's one to watch out for the three-year-old season. Uh, Miss Charlie Brown, another three-year-old filly for for the Oaks and and the like, and and a little outreach colt uh, by the name of Outbound. Uh, he'd be really competitive in a race like the three-year-old Cup, uh, the start of our summer carnival. So um, we've got a young team, only a, only a small team. We don't do massive numbers, but uh, our, our three-year-olds will be the shining light apart from Mystic Journey. A lot of excitement, mate. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you very much. Adam Trinday, he's a superstar. Absolute superstar. He's got Mystic Journey purring. She was back to her best.